Hello and welcome to Spiritual People, a podcast with Father Travis Mirheim at Sacred Heart Cathedral, Prince Albert. Today I have on my podcast Deacon Lynn Ryan, our permanent deacon at the cathedral. Thank you for listening and God bless. And so we are in the midst of this week of prayer for Christian unity. And we see in our gospel reading today, Jesus who has just come out of the desert where he has been fasting for 40 days, 40 nights, and has been tempted by Satan. And as you may or may not know, Satan is quoting scripture to Jesus as he tries to get Jesus to jump through his hoops. He takes Jesus to the top of the temple, to the roof of the temple. And he says, if you are the son of God, throw yourself down, for it is written, he's quoting Isaiah, it is written that his angels will bear you up and you will not bruise your foot against a stone. He's seeking to manipulate Jesus, to get Jesus on his agenda. The the devil knows scripture better than a whole army of scholars. And he can often use it to manipulate and to control. The four marks of the devil, as we know, lies, confusion, division, and death. Jesus, on the other hand, has come to bring about the will of the Father, which is unity of all of humanity. The great prayer of Jesus, Father, may they be one, as you are in I and I am in you, may they be one in us so that the world will come to believe, the world will see the unity of the Christian people, and the world will come to believe. It is the unity of the Christian body that is proof to the world that God exists, that God is in control. The world may come to believe because they see us as we worship as one body in one spirit with one faith, one baptism, and one Lord. Unity amongst Christians is proof of God's presence. And so the first act we see Jesus perform when he comes out of the desert is to begin to select his apostles. Peter and Andrew, James and John, who will provide the foundation for the church that Jesus has come to found, the church that will bring humanity to unity, to worship as one. The church, St. Paul says, is the pillar and the foundation 
of all truth. This church that Jesus founded, imbued with the spirit of truth, which he tells us the world cannot recognize, it cannot accept because it neither sees it nor does the world know truth. It will only come to know truth through the unity of his church. Guarantee of truth, such that the gates of hell, the lies and the manipulations of Satan himself will never overcome. And Jesus founds the church for a reason and he gives it a teaching authority because no one needs to tell Jesus about human nature. He understands us well. And he knows that the greatest stumbling block to unity, to God's truth, is our human ego, which is so easily led astray. That, of course, is the whole point of the story of Eve and the fall. You can be God. You can make your own truth. You don't need God to tell you what to do. You're your own man, your own woman. You can form your own truth. And we hear that often today, don't we? I will speak my truth. My truth. You speak your truth, I'll speak my truth. There is only one truth. And that's St. Paul in the second reading is critical of the Corinthians. They are divided. This is within a few years of the death of Jesus. Some say I'm for Paul, some say I'm for Peter, some for Apollos, some for Christ. St. Paul says, has Jesus been divided? No. Then what are the divisions amongst you? And sadly, today we are still searching for that unity that Jesus desires for us. It's why we need this week of Christian prayer for unity and probably a whole year would be better. Because the body of Jesus Christ, the Christian body, is today broken beyond all belief. You know that there are over 30,000 different Christian denominations in North America today. That's not individual churches, that's groups of churches, 30,000 different denominations. How can we describe ourselves as Christian? We often hear that, well, it doesn't matter. One church is as good as the other, there's only one God. No. We've taken the body of Jesus Christ and we've smashed him into thousands of pieces and we've remolded him into an image that suits each one of us. 
and Christianity today has become a scandal to Jesus and has made us the laughing stock for the rest of the world. And if there's anything worse, it's this. We've done the same thing within our own Catholic congregations. We have ignored the very teaching authority that Jesus is founding today in the Gospel. The teaching authority handed down through the Apostles, through the decades, and we have decided for ourselves that we can make our own truth. To the point where we have made so many compromises with the world that we often don't recognize the truth. We've compromised the sanctity of life. We've compromised the sanctity of our sacred, God-given sexuality. And every compromise we've made, our light has grown dimmer and dimmer. We wonder why our young people are not with us today. They can't see Jesus Christ amongst us. Because at the root of it all, we have compromised our understanding of the real presence of Jesus Christ who comes to us every time Father con consecrates the bread and the wine. I want to share a little excerpt from the diary of Sister Faustina. Many of you are familiar with her. You're familiar with the picture of divine mercy. Jesus communicated with her many times, commanded her to have that picture reproduced so it could be venerated in every Catholic church in the world. In one of his conversations with her, this is what he says, I desire to unite myself with human souls. My great delight is to unite myself with you. When I come to a human heart in Holy Communion, my hands are full of graces which I want to give to each soul. But these souls do not even pay any attention to me. They leave me to myself. They busy themselves with other things and other thoughts. Oh, how sad I am that souls do not recognize the love that I bring to them. They treat me as if I am a dead object. Yes, we need a week of prayer for Christian unity. Because when the body of Jesus is broken, is out of order, our world is out of order. Our world is broken. Our country is broken. Our families are broken and our lives are out of order. But before we can restore order, 
to the greater Christian body, we must first of all bring order to our own Catholic congregations, to our Catholic families here. And it's not complicated. The answer is staring each one of us in the mirror every morning when we get out of bed. And until we recognize the real presence of Jesus Christ comes to us in the altar, in the sacred bread and wine, the world will continue in its inhuman suffering. Our church will continue to be divided and our families broken. Jesus awaits us. He is longing for us to receive him with an open heart. He wants to share what he has to offer each. Healing, restored unity, and the peace that we, our families, and this world so desperately longs for.